0: what's up guys welcome back to the show the forthcoming discussion is with optimus fields he is an anonymous account on twitter his handle is at my truth and uh, we've been interacting for a while now on twitter i've always really enjoyed uh, his output there and more recently we've uh, both attended i guess you'd call them group podcasts one was over uh, at al's dirtbag friday more recently, we were on uh, Bitcoin Magazine's Drinks in Quarantine together. And uh, after those discussions, I just thought, you know, we got to set up a one to one and have a, a real conversation. So we did, and uh, it did not disappoint. It was an extremely enjoyable uh, conversation for me. I think he enjoyed it as well. And uh, we talked a lot about kind of the behavioral change that's inspired by interacting with Bitcoin, the kind of personal development piece of all this. And uh, we spoke for about two plus hours, I think. We could have gone on for a lot longer, but my brain, it was getting late here and my brain was getting a little mushy. So uh, we decided to stop, but I'm sure we'll pick it up for around two in the not too distant future. Anyways, that's it, hope you guys enjoy. Forgot one thing, Optimus is also the co-host of the relatively new podcast, Bitcoin Kindergarten, where they field questions about Bitcoin and how it works and all the different variables uh, that are involved and they attempt to answer them for their audience. Great show, really helpful for people just entering the space. So if that's you, I highly recommend you check it out.
1: Let's do it.
0: And we're live, dog. Let's go. How you doing? I'm doing well, dude. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy you're here as well. I feel like this has been a long time in the works. Not that we've been trying to put it together, but I've kind of been, it's been in the back of my mind for a while that we should probably do this. And the other day on the, uh, the Bitcoin magazine, yeah, Bitcoin magazine live stream. I was like, yeah, it's about time to do this now. Well, fucking A, dude. Thanks. <laughs> I've, uh, I'm honored for that. And yeah, man, I,
1: I've been listening to your pod for a solid year now. And I'm like, man, dude, one day I'm going to talk to John and fucking cosmic.
0: <laughs> well, let's break into it, baby. Why waste any time? Um, yeah, I've, I've had the same feeling, man. So, you know, just for, for context from, you know, myself and also anybody listening, uh, why don't we hear the backstory? How'd you get involved in all this uh, magic internet money stuff? Uh, yeah,
1: so my, my story starts uh, the end of 2017, around uh, the end of November. I'm basically one of those guys that heard number go up and I think Bitcoin had just broken 10K. I don't know, I was hearing it all over the news or something, I, I forget exactly what my final touch was when I fully jumped in, but I remember coming home and i was just hearing it about it on the news or something and i was chilling with my cousin and i asked him he's younger than me too and i asked him like yo have you heard about this bitcoin thing and he was like dude you know what i think i might have some because he was one of those young kids that was you know using dark markets and stuff and i'm like man like what the fuck? my cousin has bitcoin like i need to get into this and within like an hour of watching a few youtube videos like andreas Antonopoulos videos I was just hooked and I signed up to Coinbase and I think I threw like a $50 or $100 at it and I just haven't popped out of the rabbit hole since.
0: <laughs> right, right. So what was, you know, that's, a, that's an interesting time to come into it, right? Because there's so much frenzy around it. And I mean, I remember that time and even as, I guess I like to consider myself as level headed, but like almost nobody is immune from that type of uh, frenzy. And I like I kind of thought like this was it, like the world is changing over to this stuff now. Like this is the moment where it changed. Like part of me felt it was a bubble, too, but nothing is more compelling than the market. Right. Because it's literally everybody voting with their resources and their money that something is real and it's happening. And then, of course, you know, we know what happened in Jan Feb of 2018. What was your sentiment as a you know relative noob coming in? at the heights and then experiencing the lows
1: oh dude i was so green i was just a greedy greedy noob and was like dog i'm about to get rich over here and then you know like within a few weeks i was hearing so i think within like a week or two i jumped on twitter and then i basically you know got got caught in the shit coin net and heard you know like bitcoin's myspace and you know, Bitcoin slow and, and all that good stuff. And and so I was watching the shitcoin markets and they were just going green, like everything was just popping. And I'm like, holy shit, like I can throw a $100 on all this shit and make a bunch of money. And so I just, you know, got caught up in that greed frenzy. It's like I wrote one time, like Bitcoin has a way of domesticating your greed. And so nice. it, t- it took a while for me to fully like understand that the Bitcoin philosophy and, and that point of view. So within like three or four months, I, you know, was completely disillusioned by the shitcoin market because it had already crashed by then. And so I was sitting there and, you know, like trying to hodl shitcoins, coins. And it was literally like making me go insane. I was just like going mad. I was losing money. I was like depressed and I didn't even know it yet. You know, I was like, broken mentally but i just stuck around and just like had fun on twitter and just started posting. and and the more i stuck around and the more i was able to filter through you know all the noise on twitter then i started to find you know the signal through it all and i just kept following basically a lot of like asshole bitcoiners asshole maxis and and these guys just like spitting truth without Without any remorse for anyone, just kind of it, it. It was like one of those things where, like, well, these guys don't give a fuck, but they seem to be, you know, like they they don't seem to be lying, and and they seem to be having a good point of view. And so I just kind of kept following that trail, and would just study and and listen to like Marty Bent and Stefan Levera and Pierre Richard and Bitstein on you know their podcasts. I would just you know be pre-working like eight hours a day and just be listening to podcasts all day because it it was just like calling me. I was like, man, like there's something here. I need to figure it out. And I just spent hours listening to podcasts and reading books and you know, shit posting. And I don't know, somehow
0: I popped out on this side. Yeah. Well, I was going to, maybe you just answered it, but I was going to ask cause like, was there a moment, I think everyone or the vast majority of people that get involved or got involved in kind of mid 2017, it's so hard not to be pulled in by just the greed of 10Xing your wealth in like a month or less, you know? And I think that that really got a lot of people. And then as you mentioned, the kind of despondent feeling uh, or dejected depressed feeling, you know, a few months later when everything tanks. And then there was, I think there was a brief bump in I think everything in like May of 2018, like Bitcoin went back up to 10 and all coins were kind of climbing again and then just another massacre down. Um, that's tough. And, you know, I think a lot of people probably resonate with that feeling. What And, you know, I think it's awesome. A lot of people often talk about, you know, Bitcoin is a wealth transfer to in fill in the blank, like wealth transfer to the curious or wealth transfer to whatever. But, you know, you mentioned not being turned away by these seeming dickheads on Twitter who, even though they were a bit brash and abrasive, seemed to be like the arguments that they were making seemed to hold up, seemed to be, you know, uh, like worthy of at least listening to and engaging in. And I find it interesting that, you know, you could almost say that it's Bitcoin is also a wealth transfer to like the thick skinned or people that aren't overly sensitive. Cause those are the ones that hung around to yeah. like mix it up with those maxis and maybe get smacked around a bit, maybe get told you're a fool or maybe you just hung out on the sidelines, but you're still like, No, there's something here. There's got to be something here. So, you know, I just love how Bitcoin, to us now, it seems so goddamn obvious. But I love how to most people, especially in the mainstream, it doesn't seem obvious. So all the kind of little quirks about people that make them, whatever it is, whether it's curiosity or thick skin or um, rebelliousness or whatever, that just makes them hang around and be like, hold on a fucking second. Like, what, what the fuck? What's going on here? And they hang, you know. If you hang around enough, you start to see the truth, and um, you know, it's it's. I love that it's playing out that way.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I'd say it was a little bit of all that. Like, um, with with my friends in real life, we're we're just kind of a lot of shit talkers. Like, that's all we do is is you know, we basically make fun of each other and talk a lot of shit. And you know, if you get your feelings hurt. And you know, you're not really going to be hanging out with us. And not that that's like the best thing to do, but that's just what we do. And so I kind of just got that vibe from Twitter, but on a more like intellectual, you know, intellectual le- level of like, this is war out here on Twitter. I think Giacomo said it where it's like, it's a, it's a battleground of ideas. And you know, like if your ideas can't, can't hold up to the scrutiny, then you know, it's not a good idea. And so I don't know, something inside of me just was like, all right, well, these guys just don't give a fuck. And they're telling, you know, they're telling it as it is. Or so I thought, and I didn't understand it then I, you know, I would read bits and pieces here and and slowly start to like accumulate the perspective of, you know, understanding Bitcoin. And at first, a lot of the things I read, I was like, it was way over my head. Like, you know, this Bitcoin world is, is a whole new, like arena of knowledge for me and i i just i dude honestly i can't even explain it anymore i'm just like one day i was like man all this shit i don't get it at all and then you know three months later it's like oh wait i think i get it it's like the what's it the uh, dunning kruger effect where you're like oh i understand this and then the pit of despair you're like I have no idea what they're talking about, <laughs> and then you know, a couple, you know, a couple months later, you're like, oh, I think I kind of get it, and now I'm at the point where like I grasp enough to where I'm convinced, and and you know, I'm willing to put, you know, where my you more or put my money where my mouth is, and so you know, like I'm I'm an avid stacker, and and like Bitcoin's changed my life, man. Like the mean, you know, you don't change Bitcoin, Bitcoin changes you, and like I'm grateful to you know all of our friends and Bitcoin because like I'm a completely different person and I've only been in this space for like two and a half years, but the growth I've seen in myself is just like, it's a transformation and I'm just, I'm just so grateful for this that like I'm willing to put my name on the line and, and like my money on the line. And you know, I'm, I'm an evangelist with my friends about it, but I'm at the point now where they're like, just shut up. Like, we don't want to hear this anymore. So I just, you know, I, I pick my battles, but I'm still constantly like, you know, hey, Bitcoin fixes this, but you're not listening to me. So <laughs> hey, you'll 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 understand which number goes up, man.
0: Yeah, that's so true, dude. And like, every one of us, the vast majority of us, are in the same situation, right? You know, you you dip your toes in. It's interesting. It, it hooks on you know a particular level enough for you to hang around, and then your conviction just strengthens over time to the point where like. I, You know, I've I've been in the space I think since like fifteen or fourteen or fifteen, and uh, like you think you get to a level where you can't possibly be more convicted, and then the more you learn, you're just like fuck, like I it happened, like I leveled up again. Uh, But you know, with your friends and stuff, it's uh, it's it's so crazy because it's one of those things that when it becomes crystal clear to you, and you see. What it is, what it represents, what the potential for it is, and you—you kind of you have those like orange-coated glasses that you see the world through, and things become so clear that when we're, especially in in a climate like today, with everything that's popping off, when those conversations come up, and they come up so damn often, uh, you want to be like, guys, like I hate to say it, but you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> you know, And uh, it's, just, it's fascinating to me. I guess it's a lack of curiosity in most people because, you know, the vast majority of people kind of, if they're, if they're like polite and, and kind and, you know, open to, uh, you know, input from everybody, then they're like, yeah, interesting. Cool. Next. Whereas, or, or most people just kind of outright dismiss it and, it's uh, I don't know if it's hubris or lack of curiosity or what but it's 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 really strange how it bitcoin seems to select like us cuz like we're all probably the bitcoin guy or girl in our social group right like why why us why uniquely the life experiences or the 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 perspective that we each have that draws us to it you know
1: dude honestly i i don't even know i think about that so much because you know like for a while, I, I didn't consider myself special. I didn't feel like I had any, you know, any more knowledge than anyone else. I was just like an average dude. Yeah, I basically, you know, as like American Hot always says, like I would hide my smartness and, and I'd just like play dumb with all my friends. And yet, like at night, I you know, I'm like a nerd. I, I read and I study and I, I I was a philosopher in college. So my friends would always consider me a philosopher and, you know, they'd come to me for like deep thought and all that stuff. and. Now I'm just like, man, I have no idea, but I was like born for this. It just like, you know, my life has led me to this point, and like I'm really trying not to take um take it for granted because, like I, it's like I realize how like cool and and how fucking awesome this space is, and and just that like I'm at the front row of it and I'm watching this all happen in real time, and it just blows me away, and I and fucking. I have no idea, man. It's just like it's 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 easy to say we were just born for this. I don't know. Our life has just led us to this point, and you know we're the Bitcoin people around in our neighborhood, and and in time, you know, we'll we'll usher them into the space.
0: So true, man. You know, I I mentioned I said on Twitter the other day that you know it it was like Bitcoin compelling people to alter the course of their lives since two thousand nine, and it's like you, as you said, you had you were always a thoughtful, curious. Maybe nerdy person, I would characterize myself the same way, you know, very inquisitive about a wide variety of things. And I get the sense that a lot of Bitcoiners were like that, not accepting of, you know, the traditional narratives or what you find in mainstream media, academia, et cetera, and always sensing that there was, there could be something more, even if it didn't exist at the time. And Also, kind of in the background, at least this was my case, and I get the sense it was for many others, like still kind of sharpening your knives, like trying to be, um, you know, trying your best to be put together, but kind of lacking that focal piece that brought all, you know, your energy, attention, focus, and disciplines together and gave it, you know, a true kind of purpose, like a reason to express it with vigor. And um, I just, I have a lot of these conversations, as you know, and it's, it's almost universal that, that people kind of say that, like, you know, varying degrees of hopelessness, given the, the nature of the the situation in the world today prior to stumbling upon Bitcoin. But a lot of these people were, were like that. They were, you know, they were extremely inquisitive, curious, rejecting of the, the, the mainstream narrative, but not having really a place to direct that energy other than just kind of keep filling up your brain in anticipation for, and, you know, hoping and praying that there is a solution, an alternative that emerges. Uh, and and in many cases, probably not even believing that Bitcoin was that at the beginning because it's really easy to dismiss. And then if you're, you know, maybe stroke of fate or you're determined and you hang around long enough to see it in greater complexity or understand, you know, what it really is in more detail, then it hooks you. And then I, I feel like just all the... All that energy and focus that was disparate before just gets laser focused on that, and as a result of that, it's very difficult to orient your life around anything else because th- that thing now has so much meaning and gravity and and space for you to to explore and express through that. It's like you kind of got to at least alter your life alter your life a bit to accommodate for that. Oh,
1: dude, one hundred percent. You know, I. I grew up and I was kind of a, like a conspiracy theorist when I was like uh, in my teens. And so I've, I've always had that feeling of there's something wrong with the system. You know, there, there's something wrong with our society, but not knowing what it was. And then I found Bitcoin. And when I first heard about it, well, not when I first heard about it, because I think I first heard about it around like Silk Silk Road times. Yeah, me too. I was like, yeah, you know, like I can buy weed in my neighborhood. Like, <laughs> no, like
0: I don't, I don't
1: exactly. need, I don't need internet nerd money. Like, I'm good. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Finally, when I found it in like 2017, it's like I said, you know, like life was getting tough. I was broke, and I was like, shit, like I can make money here. And then that was my first thought. And the more I studied, it was like, holy shit, like everything. Well, not everything, but a lot of things that I grew up believing wasn't actually a conspiracy theory. Like it wasn't just fake news. You know, it was it's real shit. And just most people didn't get it or, or weren't trying to understand it. And so just the deeper I started to learn about Bitcoin, the more, you know, my convictions would grow in it. And I'd be like, wow, you know, like I've known this for decades at this point And like, there's a solution to all this and it's called Bitcoin and like, all right i just need to you know buy as much as i can stack as much as i can sacrifice as much as i can and you know just learn keep learning and and just keep growing and and like you said like you know better myself through the process because you know putting money into bitcoin is one thing but this whole journey it it's like the hero's journey of you know you you start at one part of the journey and by the end you're just you're transformed into something else and And you have completely different behaviors and points of view of the world. And you look back at yourself and you're like, wow, like I'm a totally different person. And it's all revolved around Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. You know, back to back to our boy Hoddle, it's like Bitcoin is true north. You know, it's like it's it's something that you can build upon. You know, it's a foundation for a better society and and better humans. And it's like, I I think I'm so adamant about. Excuse me, <clears throat> so adamant about Bitcoin because like I've seen the transformation in myself. And if it can happen for me, then it can happen for anyone else that's just as obsessed as we are. And like it, you know, I'm no different than any other person. I just I I see an opportunity and I see something great happening and I'm just diving, you know, head first, like let's just go all in and fuck it, you know. I'm young enough where if it if it doesn't turn out to be what I think it is well, I have time and I've built skills and habits to, you know, be a better person in the long run, but I'm pretty damn convinced that like we're right. (laughs) (laughs) Let's
0: fucking go. (laughs) Yeah, man. I mean, the, the more humble side of all of us and, and you know, the future is entirely, is not certain. Right. So you have to say like, sure, there's a possibility we're wrong. And this is, this will fail or maybe we're right and it'll still fail or whatever. But like I always just think through the lens of, even if that turns out to be to be the case, like will you be able to live with yourself uh, not having you know given it a shot, not having given it its full kind of attempt when what we know it represents was on the table, when that was on the table, when, when what it did for the individual, and what it represented for, you know, the kind of the collective that could be built atop that foundation that you refer to. Uh, it's so beautiful and positive that, you know, will you look back and tell your grandkids that like, you know, you, you didn't really hop, you, you didn't put your energy behind that. You didn't try to make that happen. Like you're you, you'll, you'd be okay with that. Maybe some people would be, but for me, like, I don't know what the quote is something about like, I'd rather fail gloriously than, uh, you know, mm-hmm. never, never attempt at all. And again, like you said, I I don't think that's going to happen. I think we're going to be right, but and that's going to be way sweeter. But <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. And 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 all, all that being said, even if we're wrong, I mean, look at the type of people you get to mix it up with in this space, right? Like whether it's on Twitter, on these pods, whatever. Like these are good people. These are you know people. Everyone's different, and it's awesome, and everyone's from different places. But you know, my my interactions in the space have been. Minus a couple of fuckheads on Twitter, it's been like universally positive, and it's incredible. You know, even if it goes to shit, I'm sure this these this group of people will figure out a way to do something else cool together.
1: Fuck yeah, dude! You you just gave me the chills, and and <laughs> and dude, I'm like I I'm blown away half the time that you know I'm a, I'm respected as a peer with everyone around here because it's like everyone's like the smartest fucking coolest, you know, craziest people I've ever met, but they, you know, they, they're not like crazy. Like my friends are crazy, you know, like they're, they're just like degenerates, but like, I love them, you know, they're, they're fucking crazy smart and, and they understand things that I'm just like, wow, you guys blow me away. And man, like, yeah, like I I say it all the time. Like I'm bullish on all of us, you know, I'm bullish on Bitcoiners and like, no matter what, Bitcoiners are going to do some dope shit whether we have another name by by the time, you know, that Bitcoin is ushered in or if it doesn't. The people around here are going to do some dope ass shit and I'm just like, you know, just trying to survive this whole time and be like, all right, dude, like how how can I add value? Like what what are my skills going to be best put to use? And, you know, I'm just trying to figure it out and become a better person and It's like, man, just like we've said in in the taco pleb group, like pleb sharpens pleb, you know, steel sharpens steel. (laughs) And so like the more I'm around all, you know, all of our friends, the more I'm like, all right, man, you know, it's like the, um, what's the saying? Like you're the uh, accumulation of the six people or the most people you're around.
0: Yeah. The average of the five people you spend the most time with. Yeah,
1: exactly. And it's like, man, I, you know, I'm spending my time with the smartest people in my opinion in, in most of the world you know and so the fact that i can just have this little peep, you know little peek hole into into this these conversations and these perspectives it's like man i'm i'm gonna be so straight in in the future it's just you just like gotta keep going dude it's like what i tell myself all the time like just stay disciplined stay persistent where you'll you'll be fucking you'll be good bro just like you'll be all right just keep going and you know cause I. I'm I'm like I'm not going to lie I still have my my fucking my problems and shit in life that that I beat myself up about but the more I just fucking keep going at it and I just you know buckle down and fucking just get stronger like internally build my inner strength the more I'm like all right man like none of this even matters like you're fucking you've already got it you're yeah like i'm fucking it's i'm just so straight i'm so excited for this it's like (laughs) i am like i i'm like grabbing the bull by the horns and like i'm i'm finally able to like look out into the world and be like all right like i can conquer my little corner and no longer being timid or like insecure about it i'm like man like i'm fucking here you know like no one can take it away from me it's like the saying um a man is whatever room he's in. And in my opinion, like we're in the best fucking room that there is on, on planet earth or on our corner of Twitter and fucking like, let's go boys. <laughs> let's get it. So,
0: so, but, and I like everything you just said resonates with me. And if, like, of course everyone's still got their shit, like just cause you're into Bitcoin doesn't mean it solves all your life's problems. But as you kind of articulated, uh, mixing it up with this quality of people around such a profound entity that is uh, Bitcoin, like you're just, as you say, pleb sharpens pleb. Like you, 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 you can't help but want to raise yourself to the level of your peers, especially those that you admire and respect the most. Right. So like you're and your peers are like crazy intellectuals or technologists or uh, economists and stuff like that on Twitter. And you're like, you don't want to be the idiot that doesn't understand this stuff. And you don't want to be the idiot that's incapable of capitalizing on this. And you don't want to be the idiot that can't hold a conversation with so-and-so. So, you know, you're fucking, everyone in this space is just frantically filling up their mind, assessing their, their lives, their bodies, and, and trying to make those improvements. And like, what you're telling me just now, like you've been in this space for two fucking two and a half years, right? Which is, in, in terms of how long it typically takes for like people to have relatively profound change in their lives like that ain't a long time and uh so like as a thoughtful person and as a as someone who studied philosophy uh, and i love talking about this subject partly because it's there's no really right answer and i'm sure we're not even close to scratching the surface yet but like what other uh forces do you think are at play in you know like you you articulated a lot of the ways that you you've changed as a person. What are the forces at play that you think are inspiring those changes?
1: Oh man, fuck, that's a deep one. Um,
0: I oh, here, boy.
1: Yeah, I'm. I <laughs> fuck. I I can't. I don't even know. I'm just like. I'm team human. I I've always just seen, or believed in the good in humans, and even though we're at the point where we see you know, a small group of people that may be, you know, fucking it all up for the rest of us. I think there's more good than bad in the world. And people are more confused than ever. And so having something that we can all grasp, you know, having some sort of ultimate truth, which is Bitcoin, you know, something we can all collectively agree on, and be like, okay, like this is the way, you know, we've all came to the same agreement differently, but we have a shelling point that is Bitcoin and it's just like a force of nature. And as someone that kind of started philosophy as like a, from the Socratic sense of like, I know that I know nothing now that I like, okay, I know one thing is fucking working and one thing is right in this world. And it's the fact that Bitcoin's been here for a decade. And maybe it's just simple economics that, you know, humans are greedy and they're gonna be, you know, do what's in their best self-interest and what's in their best self-interest is the stack sats. And so, you know, like humans in very much a lot of ways are predictable, you know, like the Pavlovian dog experiments and stuff, you know, like you give humans good incentives and they they most likely will, you know, make the right choices and all that. And so I I just believe you know like Bitcoin is just has a way of taking over your brain. It's like it's like how uh, I forget who said it, but it's like a psychedelic at a certain point where it's you 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 know you take this Bitcoin drug and you know it takes a little while for it to saturate your brain and then after a while you're just like a complete lunatic about it and you're just telling everyone like you need this like you need this in your life like can you see what I see you know like. It's right here in front of you, bro. Like there's more to life than this. And so yeah, like I've personally in my life is just one of those persons that has felt that there's more to life and there's more to what we know. And it just, it leads me to, you know, to seek, like I'm a seeker, hence like my tag, my living truth. And my little thing is like, it's not the truth. It's just some of mine. And so I've always been someone that just try to understand an ultimate truth. Like in philosophy, I loved, um, I always just wanted to understand the nature of reality and, and you know, I, I was wishing small, for small like,
0: thing like that.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's nothing big. Like I was hoping for, you know, like one conclusive theory on, you know, life and reality when I was 17, 18, something that I can, you know, hold on to, and no matter all the bullshit going in life, I could hold on to this, you know, perspective of being, okay, this is the ultimate truth and no one can shake me from that. And if I could have that pillar and that foundation, then the rest of my life will go pretty smooth. And then you slowly realize, well, like, yeah, that's not going to happen, you know, (laughs) like, and no one on earth knows what the hell they're doing. They're just all, you know, good fakers and, and making educated guesses. And, you know, like, having confidence in whatever little knowledge they've acquired and fucking, like Bitcoin is that. I don't know, you know, like to me personally, like Bitcoin is more than just money. It's like a cultural change and it's just slowly working its way through humans, you know, by an individual peer-to-peer basis. And in time, you know, people will start to see that reality and that maybe the view that we have about society isn't you know the the right perspective like as as modern humans and modern man we're very convinced that we have all the answers and and we're a lot smarter than our ancestors and and all that good stuff but in in my mind i've always kind of felt that like, knowledge moves in cycles and in our ancient past maybe we understood some things about human nature and about life better than we do now but at, at this current moment, we may have lost some of those things. And and now we probably understand, you know, certain things about reality and nature that that our ancient ancestors couldn't even comprehend. And so we're just like moving towards, I don't know if you'd call it like the singularity or what have you, but I, I truly believe that the the reason for living and the reason for all this game we call life is to get to that ultimate Point of of self mastery, or, or some might call it like Christ mode, or what have you, Christ consciousness, where enlightenment,
0: whatever. Yeah, exactly.
1: Whatever, whatever the term is. Like, I I truly believe that as a society and as a human, that that's where you're moving towards. Is you know, at the end of the day, like we'll know what <clears throat> this game of life is, and you know, like there's there's good and evil in the world, and that's just the way it is. But someday. Maybe, you know, like I'm kind of, I kind of fall into the reincarnation camp as well. So like, I definitely believe that at some point in the ever after or in the here and now that we'll, we'll understand what this game of life is and life begets life begets life. And it's just all part of that learning journey. And I, I think Bitcoin's part of that. It's like we said, the second renaissance is coming. Like I truly believe that, that Bitcoin will help us usher in this sci-fi future that we've Dreamt of back in the day, and it's just going to take time, and and we just need some patience and and some understanding as humans to get there. And man, like, it's going to be it's going to be a crazy ride. But like, here we are.
0: Totally. <laughs> like, you know, I I spoke with uh, Brandon Quidham yesterday, and we like you know we're both uh, very much interested in psychedelics as well. And we talked about, you know, in particular, cause you mentioned like, you just want to come out and shake somebody's face and be like, do you <laughs> do you realize what experience is available to you? Yeah. Um, and it's it, like, there's so much overlap between the psychedelic experience and Bitcoin, just cause that's when you get Bitcoin, when you get fully orange pilled, when you see the light, like you want to do the same thing. You want to go and, and, and tell everybody. But man, there's so much that you just said that uh, resonates so strongly with my experience, like just, always being always having been uh like a seeker as you as you said and thinking that like there's more to the pursuit of life than you know accumulating wealth and status and you know having the house and the car and the dog and the kids all that is awesome and all you know it's i think it's very important but um but yeah i was always like just you know you have that itch you know that there's there's something more and uh, probably like you you know I, even at a young age you know I, I was reading all the books I could get my hands on that that kind of tried to address the mysteries of the human condition you know or or the mysteries of the world we find ourselves in and I you know I, I've, I've could not study deeply but read up a, a dec- somewhat on ancient cultures from various parts of the world and in particular like the earliest ancient ones because those ones seem to be, Not even, of course, they're primitive in certain ways. Like you were saying, like we we do things, we have certain understandings these days that they couldn't possibly comprehend. But also, I totally agree with your sentiment that you know when you were saying they had a level of uh, they had wisdom as well that we seem to have forgotten, and that we um, probably would benefit from reintegrating into the you know, human culture today, I think McKenna addresses that to some degree, you know, referring to it as an archaic revival, like bringing back some of the, uh, yeah, some of the wisdom from the disparate cultures, you know, back then. And I think about places like ancient India, like your kind of Mohenjo-Daro sort of areas where, you know, it seemed like a very, you know, peaceful and prosperous uh, civilization. And what would it be like And you can, you know, you can read uh, accounts or interpret um, writing from that time. And it was like a very spiritual oriented society. And I'm not saying that's what I want or that we need today, but like it was always fascinating for me to cast my my mind's eye or try to cast my mind's eye back to those times and think like, what kind of a society would it be when kind of the highest ideal or achievement or attainment was actually a spiritual attainment rather than a you know physical or material attainment because I think we could bro- broadly characterize Western culture today as you know idolizing you know um, material attainment or material achievement you know being wealthy for lack of a better term um, which is cool don't get me wrong I love money uh, but it's created around that a certain, Culture, Or maybe it's the result of a certain culture, but what would it have been like when, you know, the whole culture and everyone who was striving was kind of, um, striving towards that end? You know, I think it would have been a really cool experience. And I think Bitcoin is part of a foundation that may not elucidate that exact thing, but I do think we bring more like, um, truth and wisdom back into and reintegrate it and possibly bring back some of the incredibly rich wisdom and practices and techniques from our distant past back into modern culture and mix it all up and form it on the basis of this mechanism that allows us to interact on a far more even fair playing field, i.e. the money that we use. And I'm super excited for what that looks like. And, you know, maybe we end up being too early to really see it in its... um, it, you know in its glory but you know I, if I was to ask myself would you rather be there at the beginning or after it's had some time to unfold and I kind of think the beginning man because it like the <laughs> it's just too exciting to see it unfold in real time you know
1: yeah um i I would agree with you i I definitely um for uh, probably from my late teens until just a few years ago was like a, you know, kind of, kind of trying to do that, like spiritual seeking in the modern world, and would try to live a minimal life, and and you know, like, just seek the higher truths or what have you, or or like, uh, believe in that one day the philosopher king will will rule and reign and all that good stuff. And so, I definitely, you know, understand that we live in a materialistic world now, and you you kind of can't get away from it. And so when you start talking about, you know, spiritual things, quote unquote, um, you get looked at as crazy or, or you get laughed at or what have you. But I definitely believe that now, especially now, concerning what's going on, like in current events, you can kind of see how spiritually drained a lot of people are. And they're seeking something, but they don't understand what they're seeking. And the only way that they can, you know, get it out is, is by, destroying things or or, basically you know just just devolving into animalistic behaviors and so i i definitely agree with you that bitcoin in some sense will bring back like the spiritual side of man for like i, I can't fully articulate it but it's like a left brain right thing right brain thing you know like we're so materialistic right now that the pendulum will soon start swinging backwards or to the other side and, and we'll be like, okay, you know, it's not all about the material world and there's more to this life than just the material world. And now how do we balance that? And how, like, how do we walk the middle path, like the narrow path? And I think that's what Bitcoiners are doing. You know, like the, uh, the stoic philosophy that we, you know, have seemed to all, like align ourselves around of of being disciplined and, you know, eating well and, and like, you know, and also like drinking well and, and, you know, like enjoying life as much as you are like a hermetic, you know, freaking cave dweller, you just gotta, you gotta find that balance in your own life where it's like, okay, it's not all about the material and it's not all about just renouncing everything and, you know, like not eating and, 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 like living out in the street to stack as many sets as possible, you know, there's a fine line of like, okay, you know, I need to sacrifice and I need to be disciplined and, but I also am trying to enjoy my life. And so like, yeah, like I, you know, I hope one day if I'm blessed enough to live long enough that I have a family and like the white picket fence dream, you know, the American dream, all that. But like at the same time, I think I'm with you, you know, like this journey right now is like, I wouldn't take it back because like this is the moment I'm living. And you know, like, be here now. Like, this is this is my life. This is where I'm at at this point in time. And I'm just trying to be as present and as awake through this whole experience as I can be. Mm-hmm. Even though you know, there's times where I go out and I and I just get fucking bum drunk with my friends, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, like fucking <laughs> hedonistic lifestyle. So, but like, there's a fine balance of of trying to, you know, walk that razor's edge of like, okay you know, there's more to this life and yet I have Bitcoin as well. And so I'm trying to wrap my head around that understanding of like, how can I live in the material world, but also be disciplined and like understand that like there's more to this life and this is just the beginning of it. It's like, I, I feel I'm in my third decade now and I'm like, all right, like I just feel like I just woke up and I and I'm just starting to understand this life and you know, I've been fucking around for like way too long and yeah. I'm at the point where it's like okay, you know, you got to grow up a little bit, you know, you you got to figure some shit out, you know, you you can't be just this this child, this grown grown man, you know, like and and you got to do some grown man things and part of this right now is just it's like we all say, you know, like you you hold your your Bitcoins for when you want to use them. And so in the meantime, it's, it's just like, keep working hard and, and keep mastering yourself and keep, you know, keep going on the path that you know is the right path and listening to your inner voice and and all that good stuff and, and starting to understand your intuition better instead of, you know, like, instead of, Believing other people know what's best for you. You can you can start to forge your own path and be okay with you know The mob ridicule and all that good stuff and and that just comes back to like the hero's journey, you know at at a certain point You're gonna be walking this path alone but if you're if you're true to yourself, you know like you'll get the riches that you've always wanted and and you'll get what's yours and so I'm just at that point now and, and like, I'm grateful to be talking to the fucking the OG John Vallis. Like, <laughs> like I, this is honestly like, I'm. this is kind of one of the, like, it's like, uh, as corny as it sounds, it's like manifesting things that I remember months ago, I'm like, I'm like, man, dude, like I'm gonna get on the pod with John. And I don't know when it is, but like, I'm gonna get on there and it's going to be <laughs> fucking dope as fuck. And it's going to be super cosmic. Because like I just listen to you guys get caught, and I'm like, dude, like these are my people. Like I,
0: I should oh be in on these conversations.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, <laughs> what? like, dude, I should be here. Like these are my people. Like you know, like, and and here I am. And so it, it's part of that, like, you know, you have more inner strength than you understand. And especially as a Bitcoiner, or or one of our friends that understands Bitcoin as well as we do, you, you know, in our own varying degrees, it's like you understand something that many people in the world don't. And it's not going to be easy, if easy for us to get to, you know, the, the promised land of hyper coinization, but like the journey will be worth it. And, and it's like the corniest, corniest of all corny sayings, you know, it's like, it's not the destination, it's a journey, but it's so true because it's, you, you get caught up in like what will tomorrow bring? But then you realize like, man, today's like pretty damn good. Like, you know, yeah. yesterday wasn't like today is and, and yesterday I hope for today. And so I'm just, you know, it's, it's like, um, it's like my friend Neil Ronin, I think it's Ronin Bitcoin. I forget is that tag, but you got to find your Bitcoin Zen. And when you find that Bitcoin Zen, you're you like everything else. It doesn't really matter because you're in that Zen moment you know, you're in that Zen perspective of like, okay, man, like. Life is good. Like I'm straight. I'll make it through anything. And you know, test me. Like life, life. You can test me now because I'm gonna fucking come out. O.G. Like you know, I'm I'm gonna come out the phoenix. Like throw me to the wolves, and I'm gonna come back. It's leader
0: and fucking yeah. like let's go, man. Man, it's it's. I love all that. And there's so many time. You know, there's so many things I want to address. I probably forget most of them. But you know, it on the last point there. It's like the change in perspective, where you go from, and look, there's exceptions to everything, obviously, but in the context of you know what you just said, and I totally agree. You go from kind of life challenges and the uncertainty of life uh, being kind of um, like obstacles that you kind of lament. You're like, oh man, like why the fuck is that in my way now? Yeah. Why the fuck is that in my way? To uh, just kind of training. You're like, oh like that obstacles there now. All right, it sucks. Let's meet it move forward and I'll be even better on the other side of it. Like you've got, you've got this attractor pulling you forward now. And, um, you know, that's such a powerful thing. And, you know, and to go way back to what you were saying about drinking and stuff like I still do that too. It's just, (laughs) of course we're we're here to enjoy life as well. Right. But I think a a lot of us prior, you know, that kind of sense of, Aimless wandering and/or hopelessness yeah. that that we all, I, many of us, experience as a result of looking out on the world and being like, man, you know, I, I used to say the quote a lot back in the day. It's no measure of health to be well adjusted to a sick society. I can't remember who said it. It yeah. might have been, I don't think it was Krishnamurti, but it could have been. But anyways. Um, You know, because I felt that I felt like we were in a sick society and there was a hopelessness attached to that because I didn't see how to get out of it. And to the point about spirituality, I think at least it was my experience. I probably went a little bit too far in that direction because (laughs) I didn't see any solutions in in the material world. So I was like, well, I'm going to have to put all my eggs in the spiritual basket. I'm going to have to try to find resolution in that domain because I don't seem to be able to find it in the physical realm. And, um, you know, Bitcoin emerges on the scene and it, 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 it changes that. It brings you back, you know, the, the pendulum swings a bit further back this way. Like, Oh no, you can do something about it. Now there is there, like the material world can change. And so that, that brings you back. And, you know, I, I probably, in terms of drinking back in the day, I, I certainly for a period of time, it was definitely part of it was Due to that hopelessness, that due to that kind of looking out on the horizon and being at at the very least apathetic, if not downright, um, you know, uh, pessimistic about it, right? And uh, and then and so that's not good. That's not good if you're basically medicating uh, at, from that perspective or with that attitude. But if you have something on the horizon that is pulling you forward, that is drawing good things out of you, that is inspiring you to, you know, be stronger and do better and, you know, giving you a, a faith and confidence in the future where none existed before. Well then, you know, if I want to mix it up and have a, a few drinks or maybe more, <laughs> then I like it's in the right, it's in the right place. It's it's yeah. for enjoyment. It's for strengthening relationships with certain people it's for the laughter it's for the whatever and i i accept the trade-offs then but it's a far more conscious behavior i guess is what i'm trying to say than Uh than it was previously and 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 coming from a far more positive place which puts the whole thing in a far more positive perspective
1: yeah no i i i agree 100 with that like um my my attitude's always been just like fuck it you know like <laughs> like this is all bullshit you know it's fucking broken you know i i have no solution to any of this i might as well just like get my kicks and have fun exactly and, and you know like one day whatever i'll figure it out when one day comes and now i understand it's like okay well that's obviously not going to work and that's definitely not a good plan and now i can build on something and like all my all my obstacles are just, you know, put fuel on the fire. And, you know, I'll, if I want to have some fun now and, you know, I want to go out and, and throw a bender with my friends, I'm like, I'm okay with that because like, I have, you know, something that will set me straight internally. And like, I have a purpose now and I just got to, you know, like excel at that and fully actualize that purpose. And I, I did a tweet like a while ago and it was, um, something like, was never meant to be shit. I was never meant to have shit, but now all this shit feels like fertilizer. And it's just like, <laughs> nice. that's just how it's like, that's how I feel now, you know, like, like kick me down seven times. I'm going to get up eight. And and that's just the same process of just like refining what I have inside or, or like, um, it's like the, um, it's like the, uh, sculptures of, of the, you know, ancient Greece, they would get one big slab of marble. And then they would eliminate everything from the marble until they had that statue of David or what have you. And so I've always kind of had that thought in my head of like, okay, you know, you're like just this unrefined blob that you got to, you know, force and, and, and sculpt into what you want it to be. And that's just like this process that, that I think life is for me personally. It's I, you know, I have a certain, Idea or an ideal of what I can be in the future and now am I just living up to that standard that I hold to myself? And and I've known for a lot of times that I that I wasn't but now I have I Like I feel like I'm, I'm getting closer to that, you know Like I'm I'm getting into the concentric circles and I'm, I'm hitting bullseyes now and the more I do stuff like this the more I know I'm on the right track and it's like oh shit like all right like you know, it, it like motivates me. I've been listening to like a lot of Nipsey hustle lately and it's just like hustle and motivate and and like put in overtime and and just like man when, when I don't want to work or I don't want to do something is when I know I should be doing that. And so yeah, man, like I don't know, Bitcoin's Bitcoin's true north. Like Bitcoin is truth, like Bitcoin is and and I'm just I'm just following the white rabbit, man.
0: A hundred percent. And you know, it's like when those moments cause these conversations are great. We get each other hyped up and then everyone goes back to their normal life. And 99% of people's normal lives is like kind of a grind, right? Whether it's your work or whatever. And, it, you know, you might enjoy your work and that makes certainly makes it a lot better. But, you know, if you don't, I think Bitcoin has brought meaning and purpose to so many people's lives. And the, the impact of that just cannot be overstated because like those moments where you're you know, you're tired or you're, you're, you're bored or it's just, you know, the weight of things and the, the monotony of things is just too much. And you, you know, in the back of your head or even in the front of your head, you're like, what the fuck am I doing this for? Like, you know, is, is really, is that it? Is that it? Like I can buy a Porsche or is that it? So I can do this. And I like obviously into that space for much of humanity has been something like religion, right? That gives people a higher meaning and a higher purpose to, uh, aspire to or to you know to feed them when they need it to when they need to convince theirse- themselves that um, maybe convince themselves is the wrong term, but you know when they need to draw on a higher power, something larger than themselves perhaps, to kind of keep them going. And um, I feel like Bitcoin is that for people that were kind of soberly assessing, the state of the world and who they were in that world and you know that might have been kind of a cold uncertain uncomfortable assessment and bitcoin and this will sound obviously insane to people that you know uh, that aren't hardcore bitcoiners but it's just inserted this massive amount of meaning and purpose in people's lives and the proof is in the pudding man the proof is in what you've articulated thus far in this conversation—the proof is in how much people are are willing to to change in order to, you know, to get the most juice, the most out of this thing that's emerged in their lives as possible. Um, and like, it, it it's not something I've thought a great deal about before, but now that Bitcoin's around, you think it's so important to have meaning and purpose in your life. And children can definitely be that. And I think they are for many people. I think, as I said, religion is and has been, and I'm a little bit more critical of that one. Uh, not that it's, it's you know, it's without, it's, it's, it's not without its benefits. Um, but now that we have a, a, a true meaning and purpose that can both benefit us materially, can benefit us, you know, internally, and that in, con- in contributing to it, we're able to you know, benefit the world around us, which kind of ticks all the boxes for what you might hope for and something to spend your time on.
1: Yeah, man. I, I'd agree with that one hundred percent. Like even even for today, you know, before I got on the path on the pod with you, I was like, I was kind of beat up. I was kind of tired.
0: I'm like, Me too, fuck, man, man. Me like too.
1: shit. Like I was like, "All uh, right, we
0: know. should. You know, should I schedule this for tonight? I don't know, man." Yeah, I'm kind of exactly, exactly. I'm like, "All right, like, you know, I,
1: I did a few push-ups trying to get get some juice flowing, and and now I'm like fucking hype. Like, I this happens this happens all the time. I'll I'll like be beat. I'll be like mentally drained. You know, going through the monotonous robotic motions, and then you have these intellectually stimulating Bitcoin conversations about." who knows what but it's just like it's enough to just get the juices flowing and and it's like bitcoin is a great motivator for society when when society is you know lacking direction and lacking motivation and everyone's lethargic and apathetic and and here we are you know as bitcoiners just in this friendly competition to try to stack as much sats as we can put out the dopest memes and and just spread this message as far and wide as we can and to you know, the most people that we can with the most creative and sometimes like inarticulate ways and just like with this fuck you attitude of like, look, like I'm going to fucking conquer this world and you you can come with me or you can sit in your shitty life. And like, I really don't care anymore, even though I do <laughs> care. Like, you know, I, I think a lot of Bitcoiners are that way. where like, we all care, you know, we really do care. I, and, and a lot of our friends will probably, you know, be like, Oh, I don't fucking care. But like, I think a lot of Bitcoiners really do care about society and, and about the world, but we also you know, care about ourselves just as much and, and we want to get as much out of life as possible. And, you know, like I'm not willing to sacrifice my life for someone else anymore, even though I fell for that life for a lot of years. Now I realize, like you said, you know, I can do what's best for me and it's best for the world. And that's what Bitcoin is, you know, just keep, keep, you know, keep stacking sats and and putting your money where your mouth is. And and as Friar Haas says, you know, put your nuts on the table if you want the price to be stable. (laughs) And it's like it's just it's it's truly crazy how this technology quite literally might be the most important technology and invention that man has ever created. And, you know, it, it seems it seems crazy to someone that isn't, you know, fully orange pilled like we are. But once you get to a certain point, it like it hits you and, and and you're just like, holy shit. Like, is Bitcoin really this? And once you get that idea of like, wow, is Bitcoin really all this? You start studying and, and you want to debunk it. And then you're like, holy shit, like Bitcoin is this. And then you know, you keep going down the rabbit hole and you're like, man, you just do the same thing. You're like, man, is it really this? Like you keep, like you said, you you have those you have those enlightening moments with Bitcoin where you think you know all you can know and then you give it six months or three months or a month, maybe a few weeks and another realization comes to you and you're like, Oh my God, like I need to stack more sets right now. Like what can I sell? Cause this shit is insane. Like this literally can't happen. Like this can't be real. It's, it's almost like I think a lot of people have that, like it's too good to be true and, and i i even have that a lot of times too because like i'm i'm on this pod right now and like who am i to be you know uh a bitcoin thought leader influencer whatever the fuck we are and it's like who cares dude like you're here you know it it may be too good to be true but you're here like do it and and fucking roll through it and go balls deep and 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 come out even better at the other end and it's like you deserve this i think a lot of I know personally i i would fall into the camp of like uh i don't i don't deserve all this good stuff in my life and now you know in the last couple of months i've realized like man like i deserve more and once you get that idea of like holy shit like bitcoin can offer me more to life than i even thought possible you just want to grind hard like you you it's i was like a lazy bum before bitcoin you know like i was a surf bum i i i grew up in a really nice beach town and all I wanted to do is just go to the beach you know like get in the water try to chase girls you know like catch a what's a I said in the it's like Spicoli, you know all I need is some tasty ways and a cool buzz and I'm good like that's what I that's what I was doing basically which my is whole nice, life which is right nice. it's not hot, like it's not a bad life but now it's like I can do that and have more and it's like wow like you know it this really is everything that people want in their life and they just need to basically put in the time and figure that out for themselves and you know like as corny as it sounds like bitcoin can and and will quite possibly make all your dreams come true if you're here now and doing you know all this that we're doing and it's just like it's it's fucking bitcoin has changed my dna like it's it's so ingrained in my dna at this point that i sometimes feel like i have a bad time um like expressing it to people Mm. because it's like I don't know where they're coming from and and it seems so it seems so obvious to me now that when I try to explain to people you can just tell within like 2 minutes their eyes gloss over and they're like yeah okay like shut up you don't right. get it and I'm like well you don't get it but you know I'm try- I'm trying like that's why I love Twitter and and doing these podcasts and stuff because I feel like all this time I'm just refining the message and soon enough, I'll get to a pretty decent point where I can, you know, spit the message as simply and as eloquent as I can to people. And you know, the 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 races will be off. And and then it's really not me, you know. Like I don't I don't move the Bitcoin price, you know. I'm just a humble pleb stacker. And so, like, you know, but once the also, number goes
0: up, you're also you're also it. You are the phenomenon. We all are, right? you know. Like I keep, you know, I've said this a bunch lately, but. Money is just a tool that allows us to interact. and the characteristics of the money lot you know kind of determine what's permitted and what's prohibited and what how, how we can interact ultimately. And so like this is a behavioral revolution and, and we're seeing that front and center right now in, in many of the different ways that individuals are changing both at, you know with regards to themselves and how they're able to interact with others, you know, with the trust dynamics changed as they are, with the geographic dynamics changed as they are. And so, like, I I get what you're saying, you know, I'm, you know, I'm just me, I don't, I don't affect Bitcoin, I don't affect the price, which is, you know, just kind of categorically accurate, unless you're, (laughs) you know, uh, like, fucking Winklevoss or something like that. (laughs) Right. But, but this is what it's all about. Like, it's not us looking out of the world waiting for it to change. We're just, mm. we've just become the change. And so mm. we don't, you know, we think we're at the front row seat like wait, watching the movie. No, we've just entered the movie and mm. waiting for other people to do the same. And uh, I think that's that's really fascinating that, that, that that's what's happening here. You know, it's kind of, it's almost tricking us in a way. Like you, you know, we 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 think we're conscious of everything that's happening because we're so clear-minded now. We're seeing things, uh, uh, yeah, with a lot greater clarity in many different ways. But I think the trick is that we're, you know, we're actually we're becoming the thing that's changing. And so, as a result of that, it's it's hard to see it in its totality, right? It's hard to kind of step out of the situation and and see it, uh, yeah, see see the full picture, but. I totally agree with what you're saying and you know when it comes to uh talking about it with people or trying to explain it to people i mean obviously there's an aspect of you kind of people have you can bring a horse to water but you can't make them drink like it's going to have to be when people are ready um but the same dynamic kind of existed with me and the psychedelic experience when i first you know came to realize that that was available uh, and then over time, you realize that you can, you know, have a real slick pitch. You can really hit all the points. You can be compelling. Mm. You can be accurate. You can, you know, be technical. You can, you know, you can come off really, really well and, and do the best pitch ever. But the most convincing argument is always going to be who you are, right? Mm. Who who you become as a result. Like I can tell people how great the psychedelic experience is, but the most compelling argument is going to be they're going to admire me in some capacity right like mm. wow and and then the fact that you know the psychedelic experience is a part of that and I let it be known that it's a part of that that's what I think is is the most compelling uh sales pitch as it were for this or for Bitcoin and stuff not like yammering on about whatever aspect of it it's it's like okay, show me like who have you become as a result of engaging in these things and that's part of the reason, and you know, I don't give advice or anything like that, but when I'm asked like, like what's a nice sentiment to share, I guess, um, I always just refer to kind of like be genuine and express yourself and or don't be afraid to express yourself. And it does like, I, I think a lot of people have reservations or had reservations about, about that before. And I think having uh, learned about Bitcoin and interacting with it, their, people are gaining more confidence, you know, to think like, no, fuck, no. I, I was actually seeing the world clearly. Like, I actually was mm-hmm. right. I wasn't crazy. I'm, you know, I still have a lot to learn, and there's always blind spots. But I kind of know what the fuck is going on, and I kind of know how it could be better. And so, yeah, yeah. fuck yeah, I, I'm going to express myself. But, you know, as you referenced a few minutes ago, like, bitcoiners seem to me to have a lot. Most people I interact with, they just seem to have good hearts. And so if if you're the type of person who has a good heart and you're genuine and you commit to being genuine, then just express yourself. And yeah, you'll be wrong sometimes and people will criticize you sometimes, but that's the process of learning and it's the process of, of showing people what constitutes who you are. So if they're at all kind of intrigued by who you are, like, wow, that guy's like doing all right. He's healthy. He has good relationships. He's a happy person. He's whatever, whatever. Then, you know, then they'll also know that, oh, shit that dude's really into Bitcoin or that dude's really into psychedelics. So like, I wonder how those, why those are integrated into his life. And maybe that's potentially partially responsible for the person he is. And of course that is the way it is. So I just think, you know, when people talk about like, Oh, like I'm, I'm so into Bitcoin, but I don't know, like, should I write articles? Should I start a podcast? Should I do this? Should I do that? You know, my, what I usually say is like, fuck yeah, we'll do it all. Do it. We'll do it comes most naturally and just get it out there. Like I know there's a fuckload of Bi- uh, Bitcoin podcasts right now, but there can't be too many because the way that, you know, Joe over here speaks and expresses himself is not going to resonate with, you know, the 50 year old exec at a tech company, but it might resonate with the 12 year old skateboarder like uh, at the skate park. You know, everyone communicates in different ways and it's, you know, it's, it's, you're, we're not that unique, that we could even possibly communicate in a way that wouldn't resonate with a, a huge other group of people, you know, cause we're all, we all come up in this soup of culture together. And like our differences is what allows us to communicate more effectively with other people.
1: No, dude. Yeah. You're 100% right. And, uh, it's like, I'm, I'm a Bitcoin podcaster now and I, I heard, I heard. Yeah. And, and I look at, and I'm like, I think that's fucking hilarious because I can vividly remember thinking to myself, like, like, I don't want to start a podcast. Like, what the fuck? Like there's so many podcasts, like it's not start another podcast. And then me and Nick basically got volunteered to start one and we like look at each other and we're like, all right, well we can give it a go for one episode and we'll probably bomb it. But you know, like who gives a fuck? We'll give one, we'll give one a chance. And now we're, I don't know, like three, four months into it. And, me and Nick have such a fun time. And I totally agree with you. You know, there's what 7.8 plus billion people in the world. So there literally isn't enough podcasts for everyone because like you say, you know, everyone has a different voice, a different perspective. And, you know, even, even like more in, in detail, you know, people talking different slang and you know, people are into different things. And so you definitely have to hit people where it resonates with them. You know, you have to, try to understand their self-interest and and try to basically like pique their interest and realize that, look, this will benefit your life. And it's like you said with, um, with the psychedelic experience, you know, like you can talk about it until you're blue in the face, but until you're experienced and, and you've done it for yourself, then, you know, you, you like, you don't really know. And so, you know, like, I can try to explain to you, you know, all my trips, well, not all of them, but like I've written some of them down and and I can try to explain to you in as much detail as possible, but it's not gonna be the same as you actually experiencing this and, and you having that personal experience of it fucking blasting your senses and 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 you know, you viewing the world in a totally different way. And so the same with Bitcoin. It's you know, you you kind of You kind of have to like buy bitcoin to understand bitcoin and even though we we kind of it's best practice to tell people like you know understand bitcoin as much as possible you know understand what you're buying understand what you're getting yourself into but you kind of just have to buy it and and learn on the job and you know experience it firsthand and as as you experience this you know like your behavior starts changing and and if it catches your your mental like your interest and and you're basically just like captures your brain then you're going to eventually come out a bitcoiner you know it'll take time it might take you a long time you might get caught in shit coins you you might get completely wrecked and and it scares you away but at a certain point like you'll you know the fire will get lit and and it's just like the dynamite will explode and and it just you won't look at the world the same and like you know, back to relating that to psychedelics. Like I remember the first time I did them, and I I would eat just like a little bit of mushrooms, and it wouldn't really do much. You know, I I kind of it'd be like, oh, that was a cool little you know like cool little experience. You know, like that was fun. And then you and then I kind of got more into like Terrence McKenna, and and I would do like heroic journeys and heroic doses. And after those ones, I'm like, yeah, like. <laughs> like what the fuck is life bro like what like it's just you're just so blown away when you fucking come back to like your senses and and you basically go fucking crazy and and you just like nothing's ever the same and and there was a time where it scared me and you know i think there's a time at times i get scared of of you know the bitcoin and and what the possibilities of it are and you know the the effects that it might have on my life and my family's life and now it's just like okay like you're walking the path and and you know there's no such thing as a smooth life like you'll you'll make it through and you know just keep doing what you do and you're gonna get ridiculed and you know people are gonna make fun of you or what have you and and you might be called an idiot but like you know express your truth like it's it's about you know you know what's right for you and you know you have a perspective and you're a unique being and you know all that good stuff (laughs) and 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 you know, like express it. Like I think for a while not expressing my truth and and not expressing my character and 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 trying to hide it and damp it and and trying to fit in with the norm and and you know like making sure I don't rock the boat too much. It it literally almost basically killed me. Like I I think I, you know, once I hit my lowest point, which was basically right when I got into Bitcoin. It's funny how my life kinda adds up like that, where my lowest points in my life when i didn't really know it then but in hindsight i can look back and be like yeah my lowest points in my life were when i was getting into bitcoin and just having you know that like rock bottom to to stand on i could look up and be like okay there's there's the highs and here's the lows and now let's work my way up this mountain and you know make myself a better person and just having that realization and that clarity in myself is is enough to be just like gung ho about this all and and just yeah. you know, not taking it for granted and and just fucking
0: enjoying it as much as possible and dude that's exactly why i started kind of it, i was never really fully joking about it cuz i i know exactly what you're talking about and i you know i've been saying for a while now that You know, obviously there's um, mental health crisis around the world and, you know, in society today. You know, there's a lot of depression, anxiety, mood disorders, hopelessness, you know, all, all the things that you might expect if you're seeing the world through the lens of kind of a failing civilization, right? Where, you know, opportunities are diminishing and... You know things are looking kind of bleak. You would kind of expect that sort of uh, of sentiment to prevail in people's minds. Um, and there's some really cool uh, things happening to try to combat that. You know, like I'm I, I'm really tuned into what organizations like MAPS are doing, and they're doing MDMA-assisted psychotherapy. And there's mm-hmm. been a psychedelic re- renaissance over the last 20 years. Uh, various universities have kickstarted the studies on it. There's been a lot of um, donations and money flowing into the space to fund this research. There's going to be commercialization of this stuff in the next few years, which is all great. And I think those, as we've been discussing, those are tremendous tools for you know, pausing your kind of perspective on life, expanding your perspective, or at the very least for a period of time, seeing things from a different perspective, perhaps a more clear or truthful perspective, and then coming down and that helping to kickstart the therapeutic process. But I think, man, and I'm if I'm a therapist, if I'm a psychotherapist, and I'm interested in that space, but if, if I was in that role, in addition to those, those techniques and those therapies, I think a financial education centered around what Bitcoin represents is a reasonable thing to include in that because like you, you send someone packing back out into the world after you have your session with them. <laughs> and the biggest part of, you know, what they have to contend with is fucking making it in the world, surviving, yeah. roof over your head, yeah. work and all that yeah. kind of shit. Like it's great to have, you know, the introspective, uh, you know, sensitive conversation with your therapist while you're receiving the therapy, but then you get kicked back out into a annoy you're on the subway. It's noisy and crazy and there's people everywhere. And, Having a a tool or at least a a kind of a a mental understanding or framework around that aspect of things and not just the internal, I think could be incredibly beneficial for people. And like we were saying earlier, giving them, you know, uh, subduing or diluting to a certain degree the hopelessness by inserting something that seems like it may help them operate more effectively in the world, kind of back them up and provide hope that maybe, things can change in a more positive way. And, you know, especially with related to the psychedelic experience, I think that's a very, I think it's fair to say that's a very kind of untethering experience. You can, you know, Mm -hmm. you let go. That's one of the primary, um, you know, things that are required to really get the most out of that experience. You have to let Mm -hmm. go of so many things. And if you don't have something to pull you back down and ground you, then you know we i'm sure we have both come across a lot of people that just end up kind of staying in that area because you know it's a if you don't see much in in the other world it's a kind of a nice place to hang out i guess but i think bitcoin represents that like it's it's kind of a mirror but it's almost the antithesis in that it it's the representation of that in the in the quote-unquote physical world that just allows you to ground yourself and so much is made of integrating these experiences when you come out of them, right? The psychedelic experience, really, yeah. really kind of reassessing things and unpacking a lot of the the insights yeah. you might have had and turning it into improvements in the in your material life. I really think Bitcoin is such a powerful tool for grounding people back in the material world and and again being that foundation for building on top of for building constructing a healthier, better, more optimistic uh, life for oneself. Uh, you know, where where that tool may have not been uh readily apparent or even available at all uh prior to that.
1: Uh dude, I'd agree with you. That's that's beautiful to me. Like I I I would definitely you know, I would definitely go to that therapist if there was one. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah,
1: like I've always I've always I've always been like a solo psychonaut. Like my friends don't even do psychedelics really like I do they kind of do them as more like a party drug yeah. and I've always done it more in like the shamanic sense of like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm taking these hallucinogens to learn something about myself and reality. Like, like back to what I said about philosophy. Right. Um, I, I was always looking for the nature of reality. And so that's why I, you know, at a certain point in my adulthood seek psychedelics because I was like, well, I haven't found the answer yet. Maybe these can help me find that answer. and they just give you more questions. <laughs> and and so, you know, you can get lost in it and you do need something to tether you back into the real world. And, you know, I can only guess that if I hadn't found Bitcoin at the exact moment that I did, I could have definitely been one of those lost, you know, angry people. And it's like a saying that Ram Dass said. He says, um, it's hard to become enlightened and then come back and dig ditches. And, right. you right. know, so like, it's, it's, you know, it's definitely a rude awakening when you have these cosmic orgasms on psychedelic and then you're like, man, like there's so much to life and you know, how do I bring that back into my normal life? And then you come back and you know, you're just living a shitty, you know, living a shitty existence and you don't have anything going for you. And you're like, you're you're very confused at how you can assimilate the two. And then, I don't know, I. You know it's it just it sounds so corny to me but then you have bitcoin and <sighs> and you just start like you start slowly but surely changing your life over it and it's like the same thing with um with psychedelics you know it wasn't one psychedelic trip that that just like made me become enlightened or what have you or even if this is enlightenment whatever it's mm-hmm. like you know one experience after another is enough to slowly start cracking open the egg inside of you, and 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 you just start to look at the world differently, and you and you start to eliminate some of these bad perspectives, and and you know you can basically fix yourself. But if there was someone to you know guide you on all this stuff, it it would certainly make it a lot easier for you know people that aren't as uh how would you say like individuals or 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 self um like i'm i'm really bad at authority you know like i'm really bad with authority figures and it probably has to do with some of my upbringing but like i'm so bad when people tell me what to do so even if someone was to tell me like this is the right way to do it and and i'll guide your hand i'd probably be like yeah like let me do it on myself and then i'll come back to you when i need help you know like i'm starting to realize that i'm really bad at asking for help and so you know, but other people aren't like me. And so if they did have that facility to to get cosmic and, and to, you know, like have ego death and all that good stuff and and then come back to reality and and you know have have a like a plan, you know, like a twelve step plan to fixing their life, including with, you know, different psychedelic drugs. I you know, it might not be for everyone, but I think a lot of people could use it because, you know, you you before you do psychedelics, like You think the world is a certain way and you can't really look outside of your own perspectives on life. And then you do them. And sometimes you're you're like looking at too many perspectives. And and, you know, you're like, you know, which way is up and which way is down? And and you know, like Bitcoin is is true north. Like it gives you a certain way to live your life. And if you're willing to abide by it, then, you know, it's gonna prosper. Like you're gonna prosper because, you know, like we we it's done it for us. And, you know, like, I don't, I'm convinced this isn't over, you know, this has been a rough bear market for us all and you kind of get, and you get like exhausted and, and you get like the, as a, you put today, like the huddle fatigue where you're just like, you're going through the motions and you know, the price is going up and then it's going down and you're like, oh shit, man, like, like fucking do something. It's like that meme of like the the, the little fucking dude poking the Bitcoin yeah, yeah. Like, do something, man, like do something. But like, you know, like I'm blessed. I, I feel so blessed for, for this opportunity because if, you know, if Bitcoin took off, like I thought it would have in November 17 when I got in, you know, like I was convinced too within like two, three weeks, like, oh, we're going to 50K, like let's fucking go. But like if that would have happened, I don't think I would have been uh, like this adamant or this diehard, because like I wouldn't have had the the trials and the tribulations and basically you know and further like I'd have less sats and and so now I realize like man, this has been a blessing for us all and and personally in my life and it's just like this is this is an
0: amazing drug like Bitcoin's an amazing drug. Well, like you said, man, like. The hero's journey, right? You got, you kind of got to earn your stripes. If yeah. it was so, if it was so easy, you probably wouldn't be shaped by it as much as you were. And Indeed. I think we'll look back on this period and, like, uh, we'll reminisce about this period. I guess, you know, once, in my day, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, like, you know, this, when this thing was so small that we could all mix it up on Twitter and talk to each other yeah. on podcasts and stuff. You know, those days, I don't think they'll be around for that much longer because this will be such a, a big mainstream thing that, you know, the, our little corner of the internet where all the weirdos get together and, and talk about what this is going to be like in the future. Well, someday that future is going to be here. And we're not, you know, of course there will always be, you know, I'm sure things to talk about, but it won't be such a probably tight knit um, and small, ultimately small community. Right. And so as much as everyone wants to be richer, I guess, by, by the price going up. And it's exciting when that's happening. Uh, I kind of like the, you know, I kind of like still being under the surface. I kind of like everyone still counting it out. I kind of like still being the black sheep, you know, talking about this stuff because it won't be as cool later, I guess is what I'm trying to say. You know, it won't, won't, like, yeah, it'll just be a normal mainstream thing. Like nobody's cool for repping the internet these days. Yeah. Like, Oh Yo, guys, you know what the internet's going to yeah. be like? It's like, yeah, bro. We use it all the time. Like, you know, who yeah. cares? um but and and one of the things you mentioned this about how um bitcoin has and starting the podcast is obviously a huge example of this but it's caused you to express yourself more and i think twitter is is kind of like that as well like people come in they're like hey what's going on here like these guys are talking about bitcoin oh that guy's rude or oh these that guy's smart mm-hmm. or this girl is interesting and whatever's going on and then you slowly but surely start to express yourself more and I remember, I've I've always been down for, uh, like a good conversation on on you know a variety of topics that interested me. But I was walking with my aunt, you know, three four years ago, and just the kind of the way my life had gone, the work I was doing. I was working in Shanghai at the time, and you know, once you have a professional career, the vast majority of your time is talking about and doing that shit, right? Uh, and when you're not doing that, you pretty much just want to, you know, go out for dinner or drinks with a few close friends or stay at home and do some mindless like, you know, TV watching or something. Yeah. Um, if you've kind of maxed out your Bitcoin podcast uh, quota for the day. <laughs> but uh, but I, I, I told her when we were hiking, she was like, uh, how are you feeling lately? And I, the way I articulated was, was was like I feel so contained and she was like well that's a weird thing to say and i was like yeah i know it's a weird thing to say but you know you asked me how i felt and that's genuinely how i feel i feel contained and she was like what do you mean and and i said like i just feel like there's so much i want to talk about express be involved in and you know just by virtue of living a normal life i'm not really able to do that to the extent that i i would like to and there's nothing special about that for me i don't think i mean some people have broader more deep or passionate interest than others. But I think everybody is forced into such a narrow tunnel in order to, uh, you know, construct a life for themselves or get by in this world that all the other things that they want to, you know, explore, express, et cetera get pushed to the sideline and I think social media is probably an example of that to some degree in that like when you give people an ability to express themselves boy do they fucking do it now most of it might be ass pictures and cat videos which I <laughs> which I fully support by the way <laughs> but, but, but uh I think if anything that kind of shows like there's this this tremendous yearning uh for self-expression and, and for mm-hmm. people to you know yeah to, to to take all this stuff that they're that torrent and stream of, of thoughts that's running through all of our heads on a daily basis to get it out. And all the better, if you can focus it on things that, you know, you're that genuinely set you on fire where you don't have Mm -hmm. to think about how you're going to express it. You're just like, you feel that, that kind of need and you just let it rip and somehow it comes out. And I guess sometimes it's more coherent than others, but, uh, (laughs) um, And that's a beautiful thing. Like talking about therapeutic things like that is therapeutic in itself, being and allowing yourself to engage in your, in your passion and your interests and your curiosity and your hopes and dreams and expressing that, like that is incredibly therapeutic, not, not keeping it off, you know, to yourself anymore, not thinking that you can't express it for fear of ridicule or backlash or canceling or getting fired, like actually being able to do that. and that's one of the things that excites me the most about Bitcoin's development, like in whatever it is, two, five, 10 years, when all these people that we're, you know, hanging around with now on Twitter and stuff, when they're capitalized, when they have that freedom, when they're not beholden to the company or the job or whatever anymore, how like the different ways in which, uh, and degree to which they're going to be expressing themselves. Like, and I just, it's going to be awesome. Like I can't, I can't wait for people to, to have and and use that level of freedom.
1: Oh dude, I I agree 100%. And, and what you said about, you know, the whole journey, like that's, that was my journey. I, I remember when I first got on Twitter, I, I didn't say anything really. I, I you know, I'd throw a couple of jokes here and there. I would just follow and like things. And then over, you know, the couple of years, just like shit posting was therapeutic where, you know, like I can joke around on the internet and I can talk about what I want in life and and I can, you know, like make fun of people or go head to head with people, go toe to toe with them and hold my own. And, you know, it gives you you some sense of like personal confidence or what have you, but it's really just like no longer holding back because I know a lot of times with my friends, conversations that I have are very you know superficial or skin deep and yeah. over time you know it gets to you but once you're on the internet and you find your little community your little niche you can you know you can go as deep as you want to and and personally every conversation that I have with bitcoiners, I, I always come out with it with a new perspective or it always makes me think about something or, you know, or it makes me just feel better about myself because you know, I can hold a conversation with such smart people and I'm like, okay, like I'm not an idiot. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Okay. You know, like I'm, I'm smarter than I give myself credit. And, and like now I, like, like you said earlier, my friends have noticed a change in me recently when I hang out with them, they're like, wow, like you're a lot more confident, you know, like you you hold yourself differently. You know, like I can tell that something's changed in you. And I'm like, fuck yeah, it has, you know, like I can tell you what it was, but you're not gonna listen. <laughs> you know, I've already been telling you what it is. And like, yeah, back to, you know, the podcast. Like I I, you know, I didn't want to do a podcast and now I'm doing Bitcoin kindergarten with Nick and and it's just, you know, we just want to help noobs get into the space and and we're trying to help them avoid like all our mistakes. And, And now we have like a community of all our friends over there that are sharing their experiences. And it's just so fucking dope to be a part of it because like, you know, right now we don't have very many new people in the space and it's just like our friends. Yeah. But like in time we, you know, we'll actually be able to help people and we've helped a few people and it feels good to be like, all right, you know, boys like, let's let's create a fucking new coiner today. And and you know, they come with their questions and by the end of it, they're like, Holy shit, like I need to stack some sats, you know, like I need to be buying Bitcoin. Like, what am I doing with my life? And and you know, just that self-expression of or or maybe not even self-expression, just being heard. Because a lot of times in, in life, in, in our everyday life, you know, you, you tell people your true feelings or whatever, your your perspective on things. And it just flows over them and, and you don't get that acknowledgement that you want. And on the internet, at least in our little corner of of Twitter and Telegram and all that, you you know, you can you can say your jokes and you can say your perspective and people will respond to it if it's good, you know. And so that's that's like it's part of the game, you know, the dopamine game where like you just keep trying to create dope memes and, and, and <laughs> you know, like like I don't have much insights into this, but like, you know, you, you just try to spread it in a way that makes people laugh or makes people think about it. And it just helps you in, in your personal life. Like it is therapeutic. And and I never thought about that until you just brought it up in that, in that sense of like, wow, maybe shit posting with all my friends kind of <laughs> helped me you know? like as weird as it sounds, you know, like shit postings the way like,
0: uh, yeah. But man, like one of the, I think you hit the nail on the head where, once you 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 dip your toes in, you start expressing yourself, and you realize that um, first of all, things are probably more simple than you had thought. Like, yes, <laughs> you have to study a number of different disciplines, but the truth emerges as something that maybe, as you were saying about the sculpture earlier, emerges from taking things away rather than mm. adding. You know, so much complexity all the time. But one of the things that's so fascinating about uh, Twitter and being amongst the people having this global conversation and also kind of points to the fact that Bitcoin really is kind of creeping out of its uh, niche corner of the internet. It's like a lot of people come into the space now, whether they're from the gold community, the political community. Like I I spoke to... um, uh, political party leader in Canada who was only one percent uh, of the vote away from being the leader of the Conservative Party, which is basically like the Republicans in the U.S. And uh, and you know he, I had a conversation with him on my podcast, and like we're 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 reaching out and we're having conversations with people, you know, uh, kind of I don't know how to characterize them, but you know, uh, unique successful people or or, or mm. influential or prominent people in a variety of different categories uh, because this argument, this Bitcoin argument is kind of knocking on their front door. It's like it's come to their doorstep and they open the door to find that it's a bunch of wacky Bitcoiners that are at the door <laughs> saying, let's throw down on you know this economic argument let's throw down on this political argument let's throw down on this you know social argument or whatever it is and the quality of the discourse speaks for itself you know like somehow you, you know you you throw you cast your rod in this uh, pool of bitcoiners and there's going to be a couple that pop up that are going to be able to have that dialogue with pretty much anybody in any category or or industry or area of expertise in the world like in a really high quality level and that's amazing and I, I guess it just again speaks to the gravity that you know all sorts of different people are being brought into this and they're being motivated and inspired and incentivized to up their game to think with the utmost clarity to refine how they articulate themselves so they can be involved in these conversations and um, you know it, it really seems especially this year I guess a little later last year too but there just seems to be a wave forming of you mentioned memes and people expressing themselves like basically expression in all forms, memes, podcasts, writing, you know, TV, uh, like longer form video, whatever of this, you know, this message, this subject matter, this way of thinking, uh, just like about to, it keeps pushing out, you know, and it seems to really be swelling.
1: Oh yeah, dude. Like you just, you just planted an image in my mind of like a tidal wave, just like growing, slowly growing. And you know, I, it's going to crash on the shores of, of of everyone soon. And we're just refining that message and me and me and Nick and, and like Coynacris and uh, like Joe Rogers have been talking a lot and, and we'll, and we'll be just saying like, man, you newer people coming into the space are so lucky because you know you guys have all these resources that we didn't have and if only we had those resources when we got in our journey would have been that much easier but you know like i wouldn't take back how we've gotten here but i agree with you 100 like being able to go toe-to-toe with you know, smart people or, or quote unquote authorities, you know, that have right. degrees and, and all this, these accolades. And we're just fucking a non shit posters on Twitter and, <laughs> and we're able to hold our own, you know, in economic discourses, or, or just like talking with some of our friends that are really well off and, you know, they have a lot going for themselves and, and you're like, okay, well, you know, like, I'm no different than that guy and, you know, I can get to that point too. And then you you just, you're like, all right, like, that's just fueling the fire to keep it going. And And I, you know, next year, it'll probably be next year, but by this time next year, man, you know, like all the memes and all the content or this Bitcoin tidal wave that's about to freaking take over the world, like, people are going to have a hard time ignoring us at that point, especially when, you know, number goes up and and we all have money like you're saying, or we all have our own little, like, uh, basically like, you know, our own little treasures of what we can do and we can put our energies in what we want. And the more that we can stop, you know, being a part of the grind that things are going to start to explode. And we're, we're, like it's just that like uh just the wick about to hit the dynamite and and we're just at that lull right now where you know we're basically like in in very much some respects like the laughing stocks of of the whole world and and then we look at each other and we're like dude like all these people are idiots like it'll just (laughs) it'll just take them a little time to understand it and you know in time they'll get it and like the fact that we have all our little you know bitcoin tribes and all our friends that are just refining the message and and then not only that but bigging each other up like that's what i love the most about all our friends is you know if you do something dope people will tell you and they'll back you up and and they'll fucking push you harder than you probably push yourself and and that just is inspiring enough to be like okay like i'm a part of this tidal wave that's about to freaking take over the world and you know like Bitcoins like we're fucking outcha, you know, like we're we're here and and we're loud and we're obnoxious and you know, like we're we're not afraid to tackle you know, tackle anyone or just like show our little memes, you know. We're we're basically like Mormons knocking on people's doors, you know, like can can I, you know, can I interest you in some Bitcoin, sir? You know, like we're just we like don't care. We're you know, we're so convinced in our message that we'll spread it any way we can and it's just that little the it's like thousand little little steps that are going to, you know, take us over that mountain. And just, you know, every set counts and, and every refinement of the message counts. And just man, the next people, the next wave of Bitcoiners that come in are gonna have just a huge knowledge base to to be even better Bitcoiners. And and you know, like Bitcoin's a, a positive feedback loop and the more we have out there and the, and the more new Bitcoiners that come in, the more we just like slingshot ourselves forward and, and in time, you know, like the shit's going to pop and, and you won't be able to ignore it. And I personally, like, I think we're kind of already there, you know, we're, we only need a few more, few more people for it to really be unstoppable in my, in my opinion. And, you know, like I, I have, I have a lot of, you know, um, like dystopian views of what the future will be. But I have this just like this little beacon of light and it's Bitcoin. And I think we're just Bitcoiners will just freaking like explode all our expectations and you know be what's it? What's the saying? Like it gets darkest before it gets light. And so
0: it's always darkest before the dawn.
1: Yeah, there it is. And and so you know, like it's probably gonna get pretty bad. And, but at the end of the day, you know, like I'm, I'm convinced in, in, you know, in a, in like a fairy tale type way that like, or, or like a, a TV sitcom type way that like, all right, you know, in an hour, all this shit's going to go to hell. But at the very end of the hour, you know, like everything's going to wrap up nicely and, and <laughs> we'll be good to go. You know, like life's one big movie. And so by the end of the day, we'll be good.
0: And a nice heartwarming message. At the yeah, end. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. And that's like, you know, my optimistic, you know, Hollywood saturated brain where I'm just like convinced in the optimism that, you know, we'll we'll make it through, you know, like I, I believe in humanity and I believe that humans, no matter what, are resilient and adaptable. And, you know, people are definitely confused and they think that what they're trying to do is the solution currently like a lot of you know these socialist communist people and i remember when i was kind of you know swayed by those ideas too of like the collective whole you know like all you need is love and, and love for your neighbor and we can get through it together and yeah. now it's like yeah like we can do all that but only if you freaking help yourself you know like god helps those who help themselves and and i'm not even the most religious person but I think that there's a lot of wisdom in 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 religious teachings and and in scriptures and all that. And you know, it's, it's just like, there's so much ancient knowledge that we have forgotten and that we have cliched and that we have ignored and that we fight. And it, you know, it's been around for, for a long time, for a reason, because humanity and human nature hasn't changed very much. and. It's just telling you about yourself, and at the very end of the day, you know, like team human will prevail, and
0: you know, like Bitcoin fixes this. Like, <laughs> dude, I'm so, you know, I, I have so much anticipation for what will all look like just as as soon as the next having, you know, four years yeah. from now, uh, because you know you've been articulating this whole conversation, the changes you've experienced in the last two and a half years. You know, and it just the world will, I think, will change so much in that time, and we'll be both inspired and kind of forced to change with it. And even after all this that we're talking about, like realizing that we can see things with greater clarity perhaps than before, and that we're not crazy, and that we, you know, we actually can hold our own with other people that articulate uh, their clarity about a given thing. It's still, again, back to that point about uh, be, having it be so difficult if not to see, but to really comprehend when you're in the middle of it. Like Mm. this period, when it's written about 50 to 100 years from now, like it'll seem, the progression will seem so obvious, right? Like, Mm. oh, of course the next thing to happen was X. Uh, But even now, and so one of the things I try to, like remind myself is is to actually, well, continue to remind myself to believe in my clarity. Like, you know, Mm. believe what you see. Do you see, Things on the horizon, whether they be good or bad, okay, like act as though you believe that to be true. Like prepare for X or build for Y, or you know, lean into that rather than you know just being. Not that not that I think most people are not solely observers, but you know, believe in your perspective. I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's like you know you you have the sight now, as it were, and you know so use it. You know, use it to. To you know, better plan and prepare uh, for things that are coming, both on the upside and the downside. So, capitalizing on opportunities and trying to mitigate, um, you know, uh, negative circumstances. I guess. Damn,
1: John, I, I resonated with that so much because I've definitely been having that same realization personally. Of you know, like you, you said, you have the vision now. You know. Um, I was listening to, um, Jesus Christ superstar today and it had at the very end, it's like John 9 41 and I'm, I'm going to butcher the quote, but someone can, 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 uh, can look it up. And it said something like, um, because you said you were blind, you didn't sin, but now that you say you can see, like you're accountable for it. And so I've been having that realization in my own life where it's like, okay you say you, you understand now. And so just the fact that you're saying that, you know, you have to hold yourself accountable to it because if you're right, then, you know, you're the world's going to be different. And so are you basically like how convinced are you of your own argument and how much do you believe in yourself and how much do you believe in what you've been telling other people? Because, you know, basically you don't want to be like the bitcoin larp or you're like saying all this stuff and and you only half believe it and you know there's there's a point where you're just like kind of faking it till you make it but now i'm i feel like i'm i'm so convinced in our own argument that i'm starting to like even like for a moment was doubt myself i'm like man am i really this convinced am, am i really this right about it do i really believe this and now i'm like yeah i'm I'm there and quit doubting yourself and 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 realize that if you are this right you know shit's gonna change and you you got to be ready for it and and that goes back to like changing my diet and and working out more and basically like dropping a lot of loser think and and just becoming the best person I can be and actually actualizing myself so that I'm ready for for what's to come because you know I believe the coaster is about to come and and there's parts of me that doubt if I can really hold on the whole ride, and and then the other parts of me is like stop being a little bitch. Like you got this <laughs> shit, you know. Like you're fucking gonna handle this shit. Let's go, you know. Like go go do some sprints. Go do some push-ups. Like eat more steak, you know. Cut out the sugar, you know. No more soda, you know. So like I'm like becoming my own drill instructor over here. Of like, do you want to deserve this? Like well fucking act like it. And so. You know, like, yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. I, I've been realizing that in my own life. And, you know, just like being here with you on this pod is one of those, like, affirmations that, like, like dog, like, you're doing it right, you know? And, and fucking just keep going and, and keep pushing yourself and, like, fucking just keep studying. And, and, and Bitcoin's the way. And all your friends over here on the internet have shown you the way. And just, like, keep it up. And... Like, shouts out to all the Bitcoiners out there.
0: 100%, man. I think you you put it really well. We're like, it's fine to get confirmation on Twitter and get likes and reshares and, oh, people like my thinking and stuff. And, oh, I was right about that. But, like, act as though you believe what mm-hmm. you're saying. Exactly. You know, and that's, that's the far harder piece because that's yep. the piece that requires your energy. That's a piece that requires your dedication. That's a piece that requires you to do the stuff you don't want to do because mm-hmm. you know that you have to, and you should do it. And, uh, it's far easier to abdicate that and just go for the dopamine hit of being, <laughs> being like intellectually, uh, right. But yep. like, do you want to be that level of right? Or do you want to be, yeah, do like, do you believe in yourself enough to motivate action? And I think, the, the, the COVID stuff, you know, at the beginning of this year, like we were all kind of LARPing in the Bitcoin space for yeah. a long time, you know, not to be too harsh on us, but we, you know, we see the writing on the wall. We see how this ends. We talk about it all the time. We looked for historical references. Like we're seeing the unfolding, what's unfolding with a high degree of clarity but how many of us were ready for what happened? And I don't just mean like your food supply stocked up, but like, were you ready for things to devolve? And whether we're talking about economic or whether we're talking about, you know, government uh, encroachment or these types of things, like were you as prepared or ready as you wanted to be? Had you been Mm -hmm. putting stuff off? And like the answer for most people is probably yes. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, hopefully um, that's just, you know, that's an event that can cause us to, Uh, reflect a little bit on that and and if and i guess uh, yeah as you said trust ourselves at the end of the day like if you've gotten this far and you've been kind of your clarity has been proven valid when perhaps previously you thought it wasn't that's wonderful now do you actually like how much do you actually believe that and how how much is that reflected in your actions and you know uh, that's a that's a constant dance right every day like you 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 you've gotta continue figuring that out and determine, but uh it's definitely a you know something that I'm all over in in my head and and try to help use to orient the things that I give my time to or pursue or you know devote my resources to et cetera
1: no yeah i I agree and and you reminded me of a Terrence McKenna quote where he says uh you gotta jump into the abyss and realize that at the bottom's a bed of feathers." and and i say that because it's like you know you you have to you have to take the leap and you know to take that leap you have to be prepared or you have to have some preparation and yeah like personally i i could have handled a lot of things better during this covid time but i took the time that we had and I bettered myself and I did as much as I could within, in my you know own little bubble mm-hmm. to, to be the best that I can. And, you know, there's, there was things that I could have done better, but I also feel, you know, like I was pretty prepared as much as I possibly could with the resources that I had. Yeah. And so the next time around, you know, I'll be better prepared and I'll be even in a better uh, place to, to make even more moves. And so like, yeah, man, 100%. Like, do you, do you believe what you say or, or are you just kind of parroting it because it feels good? And there is, you know, it's a fine line because you might think that, that you believe what you say, but when the shit hits the fan, are you, you know, are you ready to die for what you believe? Or or are you just going to say that? And, you know, like I, I've been joking about that for a while. Like, you know, I'm, I'm I'm not, I'm not like willing to die for my (laughs) stats, you know, but like, I think I'm willing to die for the idea of Bitcoin, which is like a big, big thing for me to deal with because like, you know, I'm a fan of living. I, you know, I love life and I don't want to go out yet. I don't think I'm ready to go out yet. And you know, but what, what, you know, like if, if you had a choice of like, if you could go right now and, and you'd usher in everything that Bitcoin promises, like, would you do it? And you know, for a while I'd probably would say like, no, nah, fuck that. Like I'm trying to live. But now like if it was 100% guaranteed and you know, I, I could guarantee that then hell yeah. Like that's, that's an easy one for me because it's, you know, like as, as a man, any great man in, in the history of things, you know, that's, that's what we do. We sacrifice for the ones we love and you know, we, we put down our necks for the things that we stand for. And like, who am I to think that I'm any better than any of the great people that we've ever known and that we respect in history? And if Bitcoin does what we think it's going to do, then, you know, that's like a noble cause. But I think, you know, like the next go around at this, we're going to be even more prepared and we're just we're going to be that much stronger. And what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And and a lot of us are, are out here just getting better. It's just like compounding compounding behaviors and compounding interest and and the, you know, what one day if 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 we think it's gonna happen, what happens, you know, we'll look back at this time and we'll laugh and be like, God damn, you know, like I was so naive and I was such a (laughs) kid and and look at me now, you know, like look at what I've done. And just like, dog, it's it's just so dope to to be here having these conversations. It's it's so dope to refine my skill sets and and build that inner strength and, you know, be just become a Bitcoiner, you know, like you, you're you not, you're, we're not born Bitcoiners one day, maybe, you know, some of us have children and they're being born today as Bitcoiners and those ones are the lucky ones. That but like I know. Right. It, but for the most part, like we have to forge ourselves to become Bitcoiners, you know, we have to go through the fire and become a Bitcoiner and that's probably the majority of us is we have to become bitcoiners, whereas one day people will just be born Bitcoiners and their life will just be better and they'll take it for granted. And you know, it'll be it'll be boring then. And as contrarian Bitcoiners as we are, like maybe then we'll be those like hipster Bitcoiners like, yeah, I remember when Bitcoin was cool, all the outcasts <laughs> on the internet. We were so dope, you know? But like it, I think it's just if Bitcoin does what we think it's gonna do, then this this is going to be just a, a far far go nightmare it's like wow we were savages we were barbaric back then like how could they have ever lived in those times with this fiat money and these paper dollars like what kind of idiot believes paper is money and not realizing that you know you can turn energy into the hardest currency you've ever known and so in in time you know it'll be it'll be simple and but right now we're we're just ahead of the curve and, and we just have to be diligent,
0: persistent in the message. Beautiful, man. Beautiful. I, uh, yeah, I tend to think we're, we're just going to be like, or whoever in the future is going to be like Jedi's looking back on us. Like <laughs> what, what savages they were you know, like before the fall, they were really, you know, just a couple of apes, you know, yeah, throwing, throwing, throwing their shit around basically, you know, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's a beautiful sentiment, man. And and it's amazing how what we're dancing around here in Bitcoin inspires, uh, you know, of, of course, there's such a huge component of individual self-serving incentives, but the beauty of it is that that actually feeds the incentive of the system as well. And, you know, there are these very, you know, either religious or quasi-religious undertones of Duty and sacrifice that emerge, and I'm not saying that everyone listening to this has like has felt those and has this, you know, uh, that's a a strong pull for them. But once you get deep enough, uh, what this thing appears to represent in terms of potential and impact it kind of forces you to think in those terms, like both in in terms of stewardship, in terms of duty, and if not the ultimate sacrifice, you know, but sacrificing, uh, you know, as you were saying, you know, perhaps uh, immediate or gratification or pleasure in order to, yes, get the most out of it, but also kind of some odd sense of being worthy to to hold it, you know, to being worthy of interacting with it. And I know that sounds insane to people that you know aren't uh, at the depths of the rabbit hole like you and I, but uh, I, I, you know, that just seems to be the case. And as you said, we'll have to wait and see uh, what it's like to look back on ourselves now. Whether whether we laugh at ourselves for, like, we'll look back. You know, me and you will have this conversation in twenty years. We're like, yeah, we really overdid it there. You know, like maybe we we got a little carried away with with uh, with things back then. You know, everything turned out okay, but maybe we got a bit carried away or. Maybe we'll look back and laugh and be like, "You boys didn't even, you didn't yeah. even see the main part of this thing. Yep. You know, you you, yep. you, could, you didn't even see the whole picture." So, um, I don't know, man. This has been fucking awesome conversation. Great to connect with you. Have we have we been sufficiently cosmic? Is there anything else we need to touch on?
1: I mean, I I think so. I know you might have to go to the Twitter sphere for that one. But yeah, I just wanted to add that, um, like what you said on bitcoiners I, I believe that a lot of bitcoiners are like leaders you know in their own right and at least the crop that we have now are are just a bunch of leaders and and they just haven't been actualized yet you know we, we've just haven't had the opportunity to lead and like here we are and you know this next this next four years this next eight years is going to be fucking dope to watch everyone go spread that message and fucking slay the world and you know
0: here we are totally man and i got (laughs) i'm just looking at twitter now i think i'll think i'll i think i'll leave it because uh it's it's been such a great conversation i don't want to start introducing uh you know twitter (laughs) twitter comments at this point (laughs) all right (laughs) um but man like i said this has been awesome it's uh i i had been just based on our really kind of limited interactions on twitter I had been anxiously anticipating and looking forward to this conversation and uh, it definitely delivered, man. So I appreciate the time.
1: oh uh, dude. Thank you. I'm honored and I appreciate it. And hey, back at you, bro. I'm, I'm just glad to be here talking with you, man.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll do it again soon, man. Hey, I'm with it. Let's go. Take care, brother. Peace, G.